Hey, hey, you were listening to JC Talks, a leadership podcast where we help you live an all-in life and lead all-in teams and organizations. I'm your host, yours truly, JC Hurtado Prater. We're reading from the book, The Almanac of Naval Ravikant. We've been in it the past few days. Incredible book. Highly recommend you get it. Today, we're going to talk about um, the relative mindset, wealth and the relative mindset. So I'm on page 72. The question is asked of Naval. Here, 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 here's the question. Can you expand on your statement? If you secretly despise wealth, it will elude you. So this is a statement he made. Someone's asking him to expand on it. Here's the answer. If you get into a relative mindset, you're always going to hate people who do better than you. You're always going to be jealous or envious of them. And that is so true. I've heard other people talk about that. It's, it's like a, uh, uh, what do they call that? Uh, they call it a, uh, it's not a closed mindset, but it's, um, it's the opposite of abundance. Okay, so you have abundance, scarcity, a scarcity mindset, right? So if, if you get into a relative mindset or a scarcity mindset, you're always going to hate people who do better than you. You're always going to be jealous or envious of them. It's a horrible place to be. I've been there. That's not you. I'm sure you've been there at some point in your life. Horrible place to be. They'll sense those feelings when you try and do business with them. When you try and do business with somebody, if you've had any bad thoughts or any judgments um, about them, they'll feel it. That's what the book is saying. So even if you don't think you're giving it across, they're going to feel it about you. And you've had that before. I've been in rooms with people. They're trying to be nice to me. I can tell they can't stand me. Right. And they're trying so hard to make it. But I'm like, I know you don't like me. Right. I can feel it. Right. So it's it's hard. So 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 when we get into those rooms, especially when we're talking about wealth creation and sales and, all, you know, when we get into rooms, we got to make sure that our mindset is correct, that our that are, you know, because people are, you know, they're going to feel that from across the table. Humans are wired. Humans are wired to feel what the other person deep down inside feels. You have to get out of a relative, or again, you can call it a scarcity mindset. Literally, being anti-wealth will prevent you from becoming wealthy because you will not have the right mindset for it. You won't have the right spirit, and you won't be dealing with people on the right level. Be optimistic. Be positive. It's important. Optimists actually do better in the long run. That's a great lesson to understand. Is that if you're a pessimist, the world is always crashing in. The world is always a bad place. Uh, it's going to become that for you. I was just listening to a guy by the name of Barry, Swar Barry Schwartz. He's a new uh, intellectual that I'm uh, listening to, probably going to get his books. He's phenomenal. But uh, he was talking about that the other day. He's talking about this idea of making choices and that if we tell ourselves that something's not going to work out the way that we want it to work out, it's not going to work out the way that we, um, or, or it's going to work out the way we think, right? So if we say this is going to be a great experience, he was using the example of going to college. And if we have two choices and we get into our second choice, we don't make it into the first choice, you know, first choice, uh, this is obviously for college students. And we say, well, this is going to suck. I'm not going to like this is all. This is going to be awful. Well, it's going to, right? We have the power to create the lives that we want. That's what a cannonball mindset is. Not to put a plug in for my business there. Optimists do better in the long run. There are fundamentally two huge games in life that people play. One is the money game because money is not going to solve all of your problems, but it's going to solve all of your money problems. People realize that, so they want to make money. But at the same time, many of them deep down believe they can't make money. They don't want any wealth creation to happen. So they attack the whole enterprise by saying, well, making money is evil. You shouldn't do it. I'll be honest with you. I grew up in a home that was like that. 
we never necessarily said making money is bad, but anytime money came up, it was always followed with, well, a lot of people with money aren't happy and they're not, you know, they, they got it the wrong way. And, you know, I grew up in a really fundamental kind of a, uh, religious home and I, and I love my upbringing. Okay. I'm, I'm not trying to be harsh on it, but I'm just being transparent with you. I have wrestled with this in my own life, this idea of a wealth mindset, because I grew up in a home like every time somebody, you know, or, or if a pastor drove a nice car, again, I, I grew up in a really conservative re- religious home. If anybody drove a nice car as well, they're obviously not spending their money the right way. And they obviously have um, bad spending habits and they're unwise with their money. It was just all this negativity surrounding it. And so um, as I got older and I started realizing, okay, why am I having blocks when it comes to money? I had to go back and realize it's because of this, right? And I had to start getting around other people, people who have wealth mindset and are still really good people. I have found in my life, you may disagree with me, but most of the wealthy people that I know, the people that have, who've done very well for themselves, um, they're almost always they're really, really, really great people. So anyway, uh, at the same time, many of them deep down believe they can't make money. They don't want wealth. So they attack the whole enterprise saying, well, money is evil. You shouldn't do it. But they're actually playing the other game, which is the status game. They're trying to be high status in the eyes of other people watching by saying, well, I don't need money. We don't want money. Status is your ranking in the social hierarchy. So what they're saying is you can either have wealth creation or you can have status which is funny to me because I think that wealth creation actually creates status, but I guess it's the people who are, they want to be morally, uh, what's the word? They want to be morally, ah, um, uh, it's right on the tip of my tongue, but they want to be, um, they want to have the moral high ground when it comes to money. Maybe that's the best way to put it. So they say, well, I don't want money. I don't need it. It's evil, right? Um, you don't need it. Right. So they say that and that that affects what they're doing. But then it goes on to say this is that status is a zero sum game. It's a very old game. We've been playing it since monkey tribes. It's hierarchical. Who's number one? Who's number two? He's number three. And for number three to move to number two, number two has to move out of that slot. So status is a zero sum game. Politics is an example of a status game. Even sports are an example of a status game. To be the winner, there must be a loser. I don't fundamentally love status games. They play an important role in our society so we can figure out who's in charge. But fundamentally, you play them because they're a necessary evil. The problem is to win at a status game, you have to put somebody else down. And that's what I I heard that all the time growing up. You know, well, we're better because we don't have money or, you know, those people have money over there, but they're not good people, obviously, because look at their house and cars. They're obviously compensating for something like I I would hear that growing up. Uh, So that's why you should avoid status games in your life. They make you into an angry. Yes. Combative. Yes. Person. You're always fighting to put other people down, to put yourself and, and the people like you up. But, but then it goes on to say this, that status games are always going to exist. There's no way around it. But realize most of the time when you're trying to create wealth and you're getting attacked by someone else, they're trying to increase their own status at your expense. They're playing a different game, right? It's a worse game. It's a zero-sum game instead of a positive-sum game. So basically what this podcast episode is all about, it's about changing the mindset, right? And we, we talked about this a little bit in, in the last, um, uh, no, 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 uh, no, we didn't. 
I'm here. Uh, uh, we talked about it in this one. There's the relative mindset, okay, which is the scarcity mindset. Which that so here's what the scarcity mindset says: is that there is it's like a piece of pie. There's only so much of the pie, and so I've got to take more of the pie, or or um, that in order to take more of the pie, that means that I'm going to take from other people. I have to take from other people. So obviously. Other people who have more of the pie have had to take and steal from other people. That's a scarcity mindset, okay? As opposed to this idea of abundance mindset, understanding there are trillions of dollars in the marketplace. There's enough for you. There's enough for me. You can still drive a nice car and be a really good person. You can live in a nice home and be a really good person. You can have all the symbols of status, right, that we think of. Uh, and be a CEO or be a founder of a company and it, it be a successful company. You can have all of that and still be a good person. That's the mindset that we have to have. That's moving out of that relative mindset, moving out of that uh, scarcity mindset. So the question I would ask you as I walk away, as I leave you today, is there a scarcity mindset in your life in any area of your life? Okay. Normally it has to do with kind of the, what we're talking about today is kind of the financial side, but what other areas, maybe it's in um, love, maybe it's in, in your physical life. I'll never have the body I want. You know, my parents didn't look great. So I'll never look great. I'll never have the body I want. Maybe it's a mental, uh, you know, a block that's keeping you back or an emotional block, you know, um, you know, nobody likes me. Everybody hates me. I'm just gonna, I don't know what the rest of that song is, but maybe you've got that kind of a block. Uh, you know, maybe a spiritual block that's in there somewhere, you know, the universe doesn't love me, God doesn't love me, there's no plan for my life, or whatever it may be, those blocks, those things that you tell yourself, those are, those come out of this idea of a scarcity mindset, right? And so what I would encourage you to do is think about that, is there anything in your life where you're not getting the outcome? And I would probably say this, and I'm thinking about myself as I'm saying this, if there's a block in your life in a certain area, or, or, or you're not getting the outcomes you want, more than likely it's because you've got a scarcity mindset. You've got a relative mindset surrounding that area. So your business isn't going the way you want, probably a scarcity mindset in there. Your finances aren't what they want. Probably deep down, there's a scarcity mindset. Your love life, your relationships aren't going the way you want. Probably deep down, there's a scarcity mindset. Okay. So change that mindset. And how do we change the mindset? You've got to have new inputs. Okay. That's, that's really easy. I, I was just thinking, maybe I'll do a whole podcast on changing the mindset and I, and I could, and at some point we need to, but I'm just going to, I'm going to give you the answer right now. You've got to change your inputs to get different outputs. That's really important. So I have found in my life that when I'm most negative, when I'm most down on myself, when I'm most uh, lacking in confidence, those are the moments when I'm lacking um, a, a ton of what I would call, or I'm not, I'm not lacking a ton of anything. Those are the moments where when I have that scarcity mindset, I can look back and say, okay, what are the TV shows that I'm watching? What is the, you know, what are the podcasts that I'm listening to? What are the, if I'm sitting around and watching the news all the day, and, and this is for me and I love the news. I'm a, it's my addiction. It's my, it's my, it's my, uh, it's my junk food. And I love to eat news junk food. I'm a news junkie. That's where that term comes from. But I find that if I'm listening to the news all week and I'm not listening to uplifting podcasts or YouTube videos, whatever it is, my, my mindset is going to switch, right? So, or if I listen to negative people or I'm surrounded by negative people, that mindset switch. So again, if you want to change your outputs, you've got to change the inputs, 
right? It's either by telling yourself, right? You can do, I believe in affirmations, telling ourselves affirmations. I am wise. I am courageous. I am focused. I am consistent. I am disciplined. Whatever it is that you have to do, change that, right? To get that as it comes out of your mouth, it's getting into your head and you're starting to believe that about yourself. So again, it, um, if you're struggling with the scarcity mindset, a relative mindset, more than likely there are inputs that somebody put in there, maybe from an earlier age, maybe you had you know, a household like mine that was, you know, really negative towards people who had a lot of money or negative towards people who had more uh, social status in the community. So you had this view of what that would be. So I would say you got to change your inputs in order to change the outputs. I'll see you in the next episode of JC Talks, a leadership podcast. Take care. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, we offer episodes just like this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Subscribe to my podcast, JC Talks, a leadership podcast available on Apple, Spotify, Google, anywhere you get your podcast and be the first to get new episodes three times every week. I'll see you soon.